I haven't done a Kickstarter for me in quite some time. Right. Well, you want to do a Kickstarter for yourself? No, no. Like picked up something for me. You know, right. I was um getting the what's the Jimmy Palmiotti does a bunch of them. Sex and violence. Yeah. So I get those, but he hasn't done one of the, I think that like whatever the last one of those he did was the last one that I got. Right, right. But he did like a couple other ones that are not that, so I didn't pick up those. Right. And uh do you count what what uh that guy did on the show as a Kickstarter or you know Oh, the, um I yes, can't think of the, I guess, but it's not, not it's not Kickstarter. If if you count Kickstarter like Kleenex, then yes, it's a crowdfunded. Yeah. Yes, um, okay. Uh, but I like there's Indiegogo, yes. there's this or that. So that's the last one that we did. You know, right. I mean? that was the Jason Sandberg. Yes, Jupiter. Yes. yes. So, get I caught you with your pants down here. Not literally, I hope. Um, throwing that at you, but yes, when we had Jason on the show last November, pre the launch, and then we got that. And, and again, it's so weird, as you said, like. I see all these different things like a uh, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, like they're the same, but they're different. Right. They're different companies doing the same thing. Yeah. Cause I think like, and, and again, I think cause uh, as far as I know, once a Kickstarter is done, it's done. And I know Jason's Indiegogo is kind of up that you could still go there and buy it. Yeah. I don't know if you can buy things still through. maybe you could on kickstarter if you can do it the same way but maybe you can set it up to be a kickstarter store too yeah. i don't know because most people who do kickstarter do the kickstarter and then they take and i'm only going by comic products yes then then put them in previews you know what i mean and that's where they'll be sold it's like we'll use this to crowdfund it to get it printed mm -hmm. and then i have all the stuff and that'll back me the money to, to 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 put it in previews later i've seen a lot of stuff uh like uh scott snyder did that with uh canary which I'm picking up, which is like an old West book mm -hmm. um, that was like, oh, he did the Kickstarter. But I'm like, all right, the Kickstarter is like 30, 40 bucks to get everything. Now that it's out, it's $4.99 a piece. You know what I mean? Right. And I so, know uh, the Zorro book is Kickstarter. Right. But will be probably in stores after that. Yeah, it is. I think it's in the January or February. So it might be the February or March solicitations. I got to double check. Yeah. I got to do Control F Zorro, you know. Right. The uh, I know the previews come out this week, so yeah, that's when I'll find it. Like I don't really pay any attention to that till I start perusing the actual previews and stuff. Right. And it, it's weird because it's like practically the end of the month as we're recording this, and as many of you are hearing this, and because everything is rolling out late, and Christmas itself is on a Monday, like my mind is all screwed up. But usually by now, usually like the Friday before for the previews are in hand mm -hmm. you can get the short order form off of diamond site and it's still not up as of this recording right that's all a mess and i'm with you i'm so messed up on time yeah me and uh your other co-host on at odds we're doing some grand theft stuff and we had to do it three days in a row to get a prize whatever it didn't matter so he tells me on thursday he's like okay we have to do this for three days and i'm like well, that's going to screw. He's like, can we do this tonight? And I said, that's going to screw me up because, you know, in two days it's Christmas Eve. And he's like, oh, okay, we'll figure it out. And he texts me back. He's like, 
No, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday's Christmas Eve. I was like, I've checked out of work on Thursday. I thought Thursday was Friday, and then Monday was a day. I'm like, like time has no meaning to me right now. Yeah, and and today, as we record this Tuesday, is my first day back to work in like almost like two weeks, like a week and a half, whatever it was. Right. So like my mind was even further fried. But just last thing on the the close the loop on the. Kickstarter, Indiegogo, whatever. Um, Joanne Starr, who is doing the Fire and Ice book, right? She had a book that's currently being published or just wrapped up over at Boom called Sirens of the City. And that was done like three years ago. Like it started like pre pandemic and rolled through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, she did it through not Kickstarter. Not Indiegogo, but like yet some other crowdfunding thing, right? And then, right, and then like how you mentioned Scott Snyder's thing. So she goes and she has this product to get this project that gets funded. You know, I'm sure it wasn't a huge runaway success like something that a Scott Snyder or Jimmy Pamiotti would do. No uh, negative reflection on her, but you know, three years ago she didn't have the name that they did, but her name is big enough that she has the success with the gimmick gets the DC writing gig. Boom comes to her and is like, Hey, you got anything? And she's like, yeah, I got this thing that I kickstarted three years ago. And they're like, great. We'll publish it. And I mean that, and like you said, it's not a knock. It's just, you got to get your legs under you first. Yeah. You got to get, you know, it's easier once you're working for the big two to yes. get something noticed. You know what I mean? Unless you're like a, a shooting star, you know? Which happens occasionally, like even though like Kirkman was, you know, he did some stuff at Marvel that doesn't comp- that No, that wasn't it. It was the it was Walking Dead that got him famous. You know what I mean? Right. One of the few. And, and actually, it was one of those things where like Invincible comes out first and that's successful. OK, fair enough. I forgot about that. And then like I think it's around the time the third trade of invincible comes out is when walking dead hits Mm -hmm. and then walking dead like hit hits and like not only does he have like this one thing that just blows up in walking dead he's also got the other thing in invincible that's just like on the back burner cooking it's been there for like a year whatever Mm -hmm. and then like just the residual heat just blows everything up right he's he's getting then it gets the walking dead rub you know yes yes but yeah uh, so just, I, I was telling Brett and DJ this um, this past weekend because I saw them. We went to go see Iron Claw. Uh, I will not bore you with the details of it, but I liked it quite a bit. DJ um, gave me his review at the shop today. So. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Um, we 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 you know had the discussion on the way home uh, in regards. So I think we all felt the same way. Like it wasn't a perfect movie, and a lot of it would be. You know, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was a Friday night or Saturday night or whatever night it was. And it was like packed ish, you know, like there was like a couple like empty seat stragglers. There was a group of three teenage boys that kept like moving seats and seats. They had definitely theater hop to get into it, you know? Right. Cause um, they were taking the, the reserve seats. Like yes. I mean. Yes. And my, my thought would be is how would a, like cursory wrestling fan. It's like, yeah, I know Roman Reigns and John Cena and Stone Cold. And that's like really it. 
Right. Like if they saw this or like just somebody who has no, like, ah, I remember that's that Hulk Hogan phony stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they go see this, like what their take on it would be because people like myself and Brett and DJ, I think are genetically predisposed to like this movie. Right. I get it. But where I was going with this was, so this past weekend, uh, we're doing all the Christmas stuff with all the different, you know, pockets of the family all across the greater northeastern Pennsylvania area. And my kid is telling me, and this is one of those, like, learning lessons that I had to have with my kid. So the game that we've played, the name of the game isn't important. It was like a rhythm-based game, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, you ever see, like, a Dance Dance Revolution type thing? Rap of the Rapper, Guitar Hero sort of thing? No, I know what you, need, you mean. And you need a method for that kind of stuff. But go ahead. Right. So there was a there was one that was like a free to play game. It picked up pretty big. The guy did um, a Kickstarter for it to do like a full release of it with all the other stuff and like this whole thing. And the game ends up making like he ends up earning like two million dollars for the Kickstarter. And then uh, my kid tells me he saw a video where the guy never delivered the game and just spent the money on crack, specifically crack. Okay. Right. He didn't do it in hotels outside an airport, did he? No. Okay. So I go, that doesn't sound right. So mm-hmm. let me let me double let me vet this through another source. Because I don't trust anything that comes through like a TikTok or a YouTube short. What? The most or, trusted name in oh. vetting sources. So I look it up, and I'm like, oh, is the creator's name this? And he goes, yes. I go, so I look that up. So um, apparently um, last week the creator had made some sort of tweet in regards to the conflict with Israel and Palestine, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't know if what he said was – pro-israel or anti-israel or pro-palestine or anti-palestine i just know he made a remark okay that's all it takes so then people start combing through his old tweets and they find likes of his from 10 years ago right of him liking fan art of anime characters oh no that then becomes he was liking underage porn. Oh, no. So now the guy has to come out and get in front of the story and say, hey, it's crazy that because of one tweet, I have to defend likes of mine from 10 years ago. And hopefully these allegations don't because I'm not deleting my tweets. I'm not unliking anything that I said because I'm not trying to cover up what I did because I didn't do anything wrong feel free to go through all of my stuff. And there was a pocket of people that were trying to use his remarks to say like, oh, well, the character that was depicted here, this particular version of them was aged this in this specific episode. And it died down pretty quickly. And this was like over like December 16th, 17th and 18th. And this was December 22nd that my kid was seeing a YouTube short saying, that the guy went and spent $2 million on his Kickstarter on crack. Right. Which again, that's a lot that's of a lot crack. Of, that's a lot of crack. 
<laughs> well, it's just that we were talking about Kickstarters and crowdfunding things, and I just I just had an experience right. with that this past right. Week. And we were doing crack before we started recording, so it all comes so, around again. That's uh, Spectrox as well, you know. Right. Yep. So how was how did I saw the pictures? I saw the live up to the minute um, <laughs> updates. How did Fish Math twenty twenty three go? Um, fish math went without a hitch, um, getting it and bringing it to my brother's house. I'll discuss a little bit in a second, but went up, you saw the line wasn't big and it went like, while I was there, it would disappear too. Like, you know what I mean? Because I went and I literally walked in and I was, I, I took my picture of the, you know, the sign and like, here we go. And, you know, getting myself pumped in the parking lot. I saw um, they were hiring. I'm just saying, just saying. So. I went in and the line was kind of long. It was not kind of long, but there was a couple of people in front of me. And uh, other than an old couple behind me who was every sitcom's annoying old couple in line, like, oh, what are we going to get? Are we going to get seven pieces? Well, I think it comes in eight, honey. Well, but I don't want eight. We don't want eight pieces. Well, what sides are we going to get? Well, you can get hush. I don't know. Like, it was like one of those. It was like the most, like, inane conversation. It was going on for, like, the whole time I was in line. I was like, whatever. Fish math is all-encompassing. Everybody's welcome on the boat. You know what I mean? Um, but it was just funny that they were like the stereotypical old couple who couldn't see the board and didn't understand things. And I was like... I'm about a year and a half away from that. So that was that was no problem. Um, got up and I was like, okay, two, I'm doing two orders. And they're like, what are you doing? I said, for here, I'm getting a clam dinner. And I said, and then I want 24 pieces of fish, no sides. I got it. He's like, so, well, he rang me up for the one. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I have to do it separate. I said, not a problem. Rang me up. He's like, gave me my ticket with the number rang me up for the second one i was like now usually the fish takes and a bunch of crumblies so the fish usually takes a long time so i'm like i'll get my clam dinner that'll go quick and then the the fish will come so they're like here's your number for your clams i'm like oh okay i got the thing i put it down i got my cocktail sauce and as i was walking over with the cocktail sauce to sit down they rang they yelled out my number for the fish i was like oh okay it's only you know a mile and a half to my brother's house so it's not going to get so cold. We're going to put it in the oven. So I sat down and ate. And as I got the stuff, they're like, what do you want? I said, can I have, I have 24 pieces. Can I have lots of vinegar? And can I have lots of tartar sauce? So I see her throwing like seven or eight packs of tartar sauce in the bag. And I'm like, that's not going to be enough. And then she turns around and underneath where all the prep stuff is in the window for the kitchen to hand stuff out. They have pre-made uh, tartar sauces in like little like tubs, little to-go tubs. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, I'll just give you two of these. And I was like, okay, so I have eight packages and two, and I ate my thing. I went back. Uh, two tubs. And I was like, I went back. I said, can I get some more tartar? And she gave me two more tubs and some more vinegar. And I was like, that's enough for everything. There's a, we put the tubs on the table for the meal and then if anybody takes fish to go home they can take the packets mm. works beautiful i'm fine with this my agita didn't act up at all um you know finished my meal rang the bell on the way out because they did a wonderful job uh <laughs> drove down to my brother's house put it in the oven in tin foil and my brother put the the oven on warm 
I show up at my brother's house at five o'clock to eat as we, we are. And my brother's like, well, at my father's house, the flu has ripped through people. So only my father's showing up and on my sister-in-law's family, the like COVID and stuff ripped through that. So we had tons of fish left over. Yes. Um, that's the only problem. Like the math was right. Until we started, you know, people didn't tell me they were sick until after I went. And then that rolled into Christmas Day where it was just me, my brother, and my sister-in-law having Christmas dinner. Because everybody was either just getting over COVID or had the flu. And my sister-in-law was like, uh, I have no more sick days left this year, so I can't get sick. Or they're going to, you know, I won't get paid for those days. So it was like, no, I didn't go anywhere for people for like... uh, with all the people being sick, my, my Christmas was very compartmentalized. So, but otherwise good. I'm glad I'm, uh, you're not sick. You, no. you avoided whatever illness is going on so far. Knock on wood. I'm going to knock on wood and then you're going to hate that. That's probably one of your pet peeves. No, it's not. It's fine. We can get into that. And I'm right. sad that I haven't done this more often. If I was looking at um, episode numbers and so forth, it's been almost two years since we've done this, maybe a little bit more. Right. And I can tell you there's some that I'm going to eliminate from the um, the list. Oh, good. We're scratching yeah. some off. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is something that I, I plan on doing every year. Um, someone who listens to a lot of podcasts. I've actually uh, converted to listening to a lot of podcasts on YouTube, which is something that I hated. Now you're on board? I'm on board with it. A lot of folks do video stuff. Mm -hmm. um, And a lot of times I'll notice, one of the things that we'll get into is there's certain podcasts that I listen to for some reason when I grab the audio, like off the RSS feed or whatever, the audio quality there is less than what it is on the YouTube channel. Okay. So I'll just listen to the YouTube channel. Sometimes there's channels that put stuff out early on their YouTube channel. And then the, the, uh, the MP3 RSS feed or whatever, doesn't come out until like days later. Right. So I want to listen to it right now. I could listen to it here on the YouTube or I could wait two to six days for them. Maybe to remember to put it on their RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And then even further still, and this is actually one, so this one that I'll add to the list mm-hmm. um, begrudgingly. We're removing some, and I'll add a new one on that's specifically for me, okay? Uh, so starting right at the top, saying, yeah, no, when you're about to make a point about something. I hate that. Stop, everybody right. needs to stop doing that. It's been three plus years. People still haven't stopped doing it. Right. Uh, and I'm going to ask, because usually I like to know things about me. Do I do that one? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Anyway, okay. <laughs> uh, have I told this story before? I do that as a rib to you. I do that as a rib to me as well. So mm-hmm. I'm taking that one off the list because I've taken that one back. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Uh, saying to me before you're about to make some sort of opinion or saying me personally, I do right, this. In my opinion kind of a deal. Well, that's it. To say in my opinion, you're wrong. Or in my opinion, I like this better. But there's just something specifically about the phrasing of me personally. I don't like. Okay. I don't think I use that because I know in my opinion I use a lot. Right. 
Uh, personal negativity. We all do it. We could all do better. It stays on the list, right? I was gonna say I do a lot of personal negativity. So. Right. Uh, chewing noises, mouth noises. Um, I think we could throw heavy breathing on there. My heart's bad. Leave me alone, Joe. Right. No, there's there's <laughs> no, podcast, I know it's me. There's podcasts that I listen to, and I'm not going to do it because I hate it. But I'll tell you, where it's two people, three people, whatever. And as one person is there talking, the other person is not only right up on the mi- the microphone, but they're heavy breathing into the microphone. Right. Uh, inside stories, jokes, or references, things like that. Right. And that one, it, it's it's going to get removed soon, but it's going to stay on this year. Right, because I was going to say you do that a lot. At least when you'll say, but you'll admit it. You'll go, that's for one person. That's an inside joke. Right. So I haven't taken that back yet. I need to be better and I need to be more mindful about that. Right. Because, I mean, we all do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll drop mm-hmm. something and I'll be like, I, only Adam's going to get that or so, only so-and-so is going to get that. You know what I mean? But a lot of times I try to sneak it in and be like, well, you don't even know that it's an inside joke or an inside story. Uh, terrible editing, sloppy editing. Um, what some people call dynamic ad insertion. Okay. Where what they'll do is it's, it's primarily if you host, and again, it's so narrow cast, but it happens on so many other podcasts where, um, the Conrad verse podcast, your Bruce Pritchard, your double J's, your Mick Foley's and so on and so forth. And even Broski and them, they do a version of the show that's ad-free, and then they do a version with ads, like mm-hmm. live ad reads during the show. So what they do is they do the show as the live ad read. And then when they give it out ad-free, they have somebody else kind of, sort of, maybe edit the ads out. <laughs> right. And it's like the sloppiest shit ever. Or there's people that have hosting through sites like Spreaker... Or what the hell is there's another one that does this where based on where you're downloading the show from, it's going to put personalized ads in there for you where you're downloading it from. Right. Uh, Just as an example, um, with the Iron Claw movie that just came out, I went and I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to The Lapsed Fan. They're a really big podcast. And I'm going to listen to them talking about the Iron Claw movie. And the first three dynamically inserted ads into the podcast were about applying for a line of credit at a bank in Ireland. So now you're just, you, you, you want ads like focused on you is what you're saying? No, no, no. What I'm saying is you make so much money from your goddamn show already through your Patreon. Oh, okay. But you're going to host your, your podcast through a site that not only puts ads that don't make sense to the, the there's, they tell you, we're going to put ads in there so the person downloading it is going to get stuff that fits them where they are dynamically inserted and it's going to be just like it's part of the show or they're not even going to notice it, right? Mm-hmm. So when the show starts and two minutes in, I get the same ad for a bank in Ireland three times in a row and it cuts off the beginning of their sentence and the end of their sentence, it's defeating the purpose of what they're trying to do. Okay. It's it's muddying up their show. It makes their show sound like shit. It's not giving me an ad for like something nearby me. It's giving me ads for something in another country that has nothing to do with me. 
Right. See, I hate when I uh, do terrible editing or terrible ad reading, too. John, right. So. Bake me a wish, right? No, oh, I miss bake me a wish. And handy holder, man. Handy holder. Now, see, that's not an inside reference. That's a reward for somebody who's been listening to us for 10 plus years. And what was the other one? The transporter? Yes, the transporter. I still have my transporter. And the remember the the memory card that they sent with it because we got screwed. Yes. Oh my God! Maybe someday that's going to be a prize, you know. Yeah. Maybe whoever wins the uh, ESPN picks can pick them. Maybe, maybe. Uh, the audio quality of your show, the of your show, having a bad phone connection, having a bad internet connection. Yep, I knew it, always hated that one. It's twenty twenty three. If you can't. Get your shit together with your goddamn internet, or you're doing a podcast still over the phone. You should not be doing a podcast. I mean, we—I've heard rumors we sound pretty good just using Skype. So, right. Um, Wikipedia readers, where your podcast is just you reading Wikipedia. And we've discussed this. If maybe you use, like, if you're like, oh, I can't remember what this was, like, mm-hmm. once in a blue moon, like, oh, I just look it up on quickly on Wikipedia to, to, to vet something really quick. But you're talking about people who are like, oh, we're going to discuss this topic and then just read the Wikipedia topic about it. And add no context, no mm-hmm. um, transformative content, if you will. It's right. just I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia page for the for the Oakland Raiders and I'm just going to read about the Oakland Raiders and that's my podcast this week. Right. Where if like just say we were talking about football and you were like, "Oh yeah, that's the Ghost to the Post game." And you're like, "Well, what's that?" And I was like, "That's the game and I wouldn't remember where it is." I so I right. look up the date with Wikipedia and be like, "That's the one when the pass went to Casper, who's the ghost. That was the nickname." You know, the, and he ran to the goalpost in the in the in the thing. And it's like, "Okay, I read that for a hot second." That's okay, right? Fact-checking, fine. Got Reading it. an entire wiki article from beginning to end as your content, not fine. Right. I'm just trying to figure your, your, your mindset out. Yes. Uh, multiple people on the line or on the show, I, I say, like, once you're over, f- like, four is the nice peak number, but let's make sure everyone's listening, everyone's engaged, everyone has a good connection. Um. Yeah, that one, that, again, that one gets like a line, like it's not off the list, but it gets like a star next to it. Right. That, see, me, I would say that one could never go off the list because I don't even listen to podcasts. And what was it, Supergirl that we did? Yeah. Way back in the day, that's one of my most traumatic memories of doing podcasts with you. Because <laughs> it was what, like eight or nine people, five did not give a fuck about Supergirl. Yeah. And it was just like on top of each other. And I'm like, okay. And my opinion is if you have more than two people, and I even still kind of like with two people, you have to kind of have the video chat on. Yes. So you could be like, like, and not saying it's it's high school, put your hand up, be like, wait, I want to talk. You know what I mean? Like, so when you have multiple people, it's just not chaos, you know? Yes. And we only did it like two or three times before I gave up the ghost of trying to do it because we did it for Supergirl, we did it for Age of Ultron, and I think we did it for one other thing. I only remember Supergirl. That one's burned yeah. into my brain. Because we and did I it. Wish for- we did it for Mark Pirro. That's the yeah. one I wish we did it for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So distracted by the chat, um, and that goes with social media. 
um, you know, you're messaging people, you're texting people, just being distracted and not being engaged in your your co-host, your topic, or anything else like that. Right. And a lot of these can, like, kind of fold into each other, but I like having oh. them on here. Yeah, um, like I, I'll say I've gotten on that one looking up stuff for the next, like, segment that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. But not being like, oh, hey, Adam, I'm, I'll be over your house tomorrow, like, during the show. You know what I mean? But a, but. but a, lot, a lot of times, you know, like, you or I will be like, okay, we just finished up a topic. We need to put a bow on this. But you go ahead with the next thing. I'm going to look this up. Like, we're acknowledging it. Right. But it's right. not like you're just, like, cruising Twitter while, you know, we're in the middle of a conversation or, you know, making your lunch order. Right. I've done it where I didn't tell you I was doing it and I got got. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, oh, I need something for the next segment. And I forgot to bring it up. Oh, like an art attack or something. I'll be like, yeah. oh, let me. And you'll be like, right, Todd? And I'll be like, I have no idea what he just said. So. Um, <laughs> but it happens. It happens. Yeah. But. Uh, stay on schedule. Have a regular release schedule for your podcast. Don't have it just come out willy nilly. That one, I didn't know what you meant. I thought maybe you meant, like, stay on your schedule during the show. Nope. Hit, hit your marks. Your 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 segments have to be X amount long. In other words, watch the clock, Joe. Well, that's later on the list. Okay. Um, animosity with your commenters, your Twitter people. I'm going to take that one off the list only because that kind of falls into, like, personal negativity and being distracted by the chat. Mm-hmm. So that one's coming off the list this year. <laughs> um, saying I'll edit that later, I'll fix it in post. I love that gag. but I feel ahead. like we've taken that one back, so that's coming off the list. Right, because if you're not going to do it, then yeah. it's not doesn't matter. Right, but saying it is a bit, I think, is okay. So that's why it's coming off the list. Mm -hmm. uh, running out of time, watching the clock. That that tells me that you're doing this to fill a quota, that you're not doing this because you want to do a show. Right. Yeah. Uh, the only time I watch the clock is so you can get your your Betty by time before you edit it. Mm -hmm. But I don't care about that. Like, whatever. You know? No, I gotcha. It is what it is. Don't let that, don't let you watch the clock because you're worried about what time I might have to go to bed. I'll go to bed <laughs> when everything's done. It doesn't matter right. if it's done at 1130 or 1230. When it's done is when, my, when I go to bed, right? Gotcha. Um, can I curse on the show? <laughs> I love that one too. I think that's coming off the list. Because we do that all the time now. We do. Um, vocal fry. Um, that's, you know, and again, it's a, it's a little too nebulous. And I think it's something that people can't control. Right. So I'm, I'm not even sure. Like that's one of those. And I don't want the description. I don't know the full definition of vocal fry. Yeah. I only know it as like, sometimes to me, it's almost like the Valley girl talk. That's, yeah. That's the only version of vocal fry that I understand. That's close. Um, you know, so, you know, and it's nebulous, so it's coming off the list because of the unclarity of it. Um, working in your politics, unless you're doing a political podcast, which a lot of people do, I don't know, keep your politics out of stuff. You know, you're looking to possibly alienate 50% of your audience, maybe more, maybe less. Mm -hmm. um, the file size or format of your show is never coming off the list. 
Um, if you can't figure out how to upload your show as uh, as an MP3 and they're on an RSS feed as an M4A podcast, M4A file, I'm not converting it so I could listen to it. I'm not downloading a player to listen to your podcast. I'm just never listening to your podcast. That's one that I could not care less about right. because I have a player on my phone for something. So right. I don't listen to podcasts, so it doesn't matter. Um, messenger or Discord noises, mm-hmm. that kind of falls into distracted by the chat, and I think I'm going to take distracted by the chat because that's more or less the same thing. I get that you're not going to pay attention to your show, mm-hmm. but when I hear your Messenger app or your Discord notifications going off in the background, that's an audio clue to me that you're not paying attention. Right. Um, and I'll just say the only time Mayan really goes off is because I forget to mute it before the show. And then I'm, I know I could hear you groan. You audibly groan when it happens. And then I immediately shut it off. Yes. Oh, did I do that now? Just as I'm looking. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, so we have bad improv. Um, My bread and butter, but go ahead. So. That has to stay on the list because any time that there's an – all improv podcasts are bad. Mm-hmm. So if you try to do improv on your podcast and it's not a bad improv podcast, you are mm-hmm. now a bad improv podcast and you're on the list of a podcast I'll never listen to. Right, right. But I think that's really funny. Ha, 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 right. Joe. There you go. The fake laughing at things. <laughs> Right. Uh, what you just did there was a bit of doing the fake laughing. Right. But you know, like if you listen to podcasts, you know the fake laughing yeah. when you hear it. You I listen to sports like radio. Yeah. And I, I, I cringe when I hear people laughing at it at like the hint of a joke. Yeah. It's like stop it. Uh whispering into the microphone. I do that sometimes. I do that. I do that, but more like the Homer Simpson bit. Yeah. Like, I think he's talking to you. Right. Doing it as a bit, I think, um, mm-hmm. is okay. Saying at the end of the day. Okay. When you're wrapping up your point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really try hard not to do that, and I hate when I hear other people do it. Right. Uh, yawners gets their own separate thing outside of chewing mouth noises, heavy breathers. Mm-hmm. Again, we're all we're all tired. We're all tuckered out. We all had a rough day building a fort or whatever the hell we were doing. Right? Hit the mute button. Someday. Hit the mute button. Mm-hmm. Now these two, I'm going to take off because they were mine, weren't they? Well, they were yours, but it's we're no longer in the new normal, and these times are no longer trying. There'll always be trying times, Joe. I ain't changing my ex name. All right. They're coming off. And then, so this is the catch-22. Mouth noises, chewing, heavy breathing, yawners. We say mute yourself. But then the people who sit there, they muted themselves because they're doing one of those things. And then the person throws back to them, and they forgot to turn their mute off. And then the person's like, hello, hello. Are you still there? Yep. Oh, I forgot to unmute myself. God damn it. Take a second. Write down time codes. Clean that shit up on your podcast. Before yep. when I said, oh, we're going to fix that in post. Like, that's the perfect storm of everything. Right, right. Uh, saying chef's kiss. Mm. I hate that. 
I don't do that, but I I eat it on podcast. I think I'm. I think that's going to be my new normal, Joe. Mm. But anyway, uh, the phraseology "spill the tea." I, I kind of like that phrase. I like to learn the new young hip phrases, like mid and throwing shade. So I'm, can I I'm, teach I'm, you what? I just learned what riz is this week. <sighs> Did, that was the name. That was actually we discussed that a while back when I said on an episode that I have no riz, but right. I didn't know. I knew what it meant, but I yeah. didn't know where it came from, and it comes from having charisma. I just learned it this week on wrestling. Oh, did you? Yes. Never mind. Uh, but spill the tea stays on there. People don't say it um, as much on podcasts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but people say it in general, and I don't like it, so it stays in the list. This one's coming off, and this is people on podcasts that call Jerry of Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Uh, they call him Jerry with a G, and I could tell because I know who you are. Yep, I saw that in the notes. It was even uh, in parentheses, Joe. <laughs> that's right. Um, so that's coming off because nobody talks about Jerry on podcasts anymore. Except I, I think about Gerald, but I don't talk about him. So the last one that we have to add, we eliminated a bunch. We've cleaned up the list. It's more streamlined. Mm-hmm. But the one that I have to add is uh, if you have your podcast on – some sort of uh, pay site. Like, we, you know, like we have, you can get the podcast on Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't do a video version of the podcast. And there are people that do a video version of their podcast, and they do an audio version of the podcast, and they put the audio and the vis- video version of, of it up on Patreon or whatever it is. And you could do it as, like, a link to YouTube or Vimeo or a third-party uh, video player. Right. Or you could host the you could host the video on Patreon. Patreon's video hosting site sucks. It crashes out. It doesn't load properly. It's terrible. So if you host your video podcast on Patreon and not through a third party link on your Patreon, you will never get me to watch that through your Patreon because Patreon's video player sucks. Right, and that's why I'm not on Patreon getting videos. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we will revisit this in one year to see if there's any new ones, if the rest of the podcasting world has gotten their shit together. <laughs> My money's yeah. on no. But in sending this to you today and going over it here and litigating it here on the show, I feel good that we are able to eliminate so many from the list. You know what? I will sleep much better tonight. I'm glad. Good. So that's a perfect spot to end the show. Thank you very much, everyone, uh, for listening. Your continued support, whether you get the show free when it comes out on Friday, whether you've signed up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash longboxheroes, to get the show early. However it is, you know, tell a friend, share it around. However it is you do, you do you, partner. We're happy that you're still with us. You know, we were kind of discussing this here, that there's people that have been with us on the Patreon since day one and it's one thing to give us your money but there's people that have followed us through like three different shows like all the way back to when it was three guys from nowhere they've been with us the whole time you know that's loyalty baby that's exactly that's what we're looking for whether it's loyalty with your money or loyalty just in your fandom whether you're silent or whether you're public about it we appreciate it and you know hopefully you have a good year um if 2023 wasn't your year maybe 2024 will be your year and uh you know Good luck to everyone out there. Thanks, like I said, for your continued support. 
And uh, we'll see you all next week. And next year. And next year as well. Thank you. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.